Welcome to the Essentially M Show. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I am not a self-made millionaire yet, (laughs) an expert in anything, or an overnight success. I'm just a regular girl passionate about real, meaningful, and inspiring conversations around mindset, positivity, and fearlessly chasing your dreams without apology or self-doubt. If you're into this type of conversation too, then you're in the right place, my friend. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Essentially M Show. Thank you so much for your patience in between the last couple of episodes and this one. We had a few technical glitches, and I was away on vacation for the one week, so really appreciate your patience in this, and can't wait to get back to it. So this this episode is all about how to have patience in waiting for your goals to happen, and this this theme came out of somebody asking me to talk about this, but I realized it actually kind of lines up with something else I wanted to talk about, which is how to make your goals happen faster and how to take inspired versus forced action, which is something I only really was introduced to this this concept of recently and it blew my mind and it changed the game for me. It completely changed everything. It actually gave me a little bit of like a quarter life crisis and I had this like mini meltdown (laughs) and realized I actually wasn't on the right path necessarily, but I'll get into that in a little bit. So this episode is going to be all about how to have patience and be happy now while you wait for your goals to happen or while you manifest your goals to happen, but also some tricks and tips to help you get there faster. Because wouldn't that be nice? Rather than just needing patience, wouldn't it be nice to actually just make them happen faster? Yes. All right, so let's dive in. Step one for manifesting your goals faster is to get as clear as possible about what you want. And I'm sure that you have heard this before. I know for me personally, this is something I heard over and over and over in all the business trainings, in success training, in anything where you are learning how to reach goals. The first step is always clarity. But like for reals, be honest with yourself, clarity. Because this is where I got tripped up in my own journey and I don't want you to do the same. Not that I regret it in mine because everything I've done up until now has taught me so much and I think it was it was meant to be, but you will definitely get where you truly want to go faster if you are, of course, honest and clear about what you truly, truly want. So how do you get clear? I want you to ask yourself over and over about what you really want. What do you, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? And what do you want to have? And just start listing things out, like type it out, write it out, preferably write it out by hand because there's power in putting pen to paper. But put that on paper and then go do it again, the same thing, and then do it again. So go through what do I want to be, do, and have, and then repeat, be, do, have, repeat, be, do, have. And you might find a few things keep coming up over and over again. You might find that the last time, the the second or third time you did it, you're becoming more honest or your goals are becoming bigger and braver, right? So we're just really, really refining it, like really spend time on this getting clear and making sure 
that you, I mean, I know it sounds like so much pressure. Like (laughs) you have to know exactly what you want. Like guys, your goals and dreams can change for sure, for sure. But at the core, I think we all have like deep core desires of who we want to be or what kind of impact we want to make in this world or what we want to, what we want our lives to be about. So make sure you're super clear on that, okay? And then step two is going to be figuring out why you want all of those things. Why do you want to be that person? Why do you want to have those things? Why do you want to have that money? What are you going to do with it? How is it going to make you feel? And if this doesn't make you cry, remember your why should make you cry. (laughs) It has to be full of emotional reason and it has to be about you, okay? It can't be well, I want to get this position at my work or I want to get my dream job because then I can make more money and I can provide more for my kids or I can help my family more or I can help other people more. And these are very, very valid and very good reasons. But it also has to be about you as kind of counterintuitive as it sounds and kind of like ego-central as it sounds. If it's not about you, you will not care as much. Like think about other people, how much they might support you. Maybe you have people in your life who support you, maybe you don't. But it doesn't matter how much your biggest supporter supports you. Your goals and dreams are never going to mean as much to them as they do to you. No matter how much they love and support you, right? So it's important that your dreams do mean the world to you and you have a deep emotional reason why that makes you happy on like such a soul, yes, like your soul is on fire, that kind of level. And you have to know why. So make sure you just keep writing and writing until you cry when you're figuring out your why. (laughs) If you need an example of like what an emotional why would look like. You can listen back to my second episode where I talk about my story and my personal journey of growing up with physical differences and a rare condition called Beale syndrome, which makes me look very physically different. And just growing up, wishing that I had somebody who looked like me to look up to, who was doing something great despite their differences, despite their challenges, and just showing me, little me, that it could be overcome and it could be done and so that why really makes makes me emotional makes me cry and that's really my biggest driver is I want to become a role model in the Beals community in the scoliosis community in the clubbed foot community and for women in general um, to help them love their bodies and love themselves which I know you're probably thinking well that's about other people but the part that's about me is that I just keep going back to myself as a little girl and thinking about how happy she would be to have somebody like future me to look up to. So that really gets me emotional. Also, you can think of like proving to yourself that you can do something and that you're worthy or proving to other people that you can do something on your own. You can make something great. It has to, it has to be emotional and it has to be about yourself. So hopefully that makes sense because we're moving on to step three. So once you've written down your clarity work and then your why and you're feeling ready, we're going to move on to step three. Put your request in. Once you know what you actually want and you've narrowed down what your biggest goals and desires actually are or maybe you already know it 
And again, you're just listening to this episode to figure out how to make it happen faster or how to be patient waiting for it to happen. But put the actual request in. Have you ever actually prayed for it? Have you ever actually asked the universe for it? Have you ever actually asked your angels and your higher powers for it? Have you ever actually written it down on paper? Have you ever actually put it on a vision board somewhere? Because secret goals and secret dreams, I always like to say, don't come true. Your dreams can't happen if you keep them in the dark. You have to put the request in and, you know, let your higher power know what you want. Let yourself really know what you want. Let other people know what you want. Um, Not necessarily that you have to go and tell everybody about all your deepest goals and desires and biggest, craziest dreams, but it does help to continuously put it out there or at least continuously, you know, put it down on paper um, every morning and every night. And if you need help with this, I created a morning ritual and an evening ritual journal where I actually am prompted to write down my biggest goals, which are written down as achievements as if they've already happened in a spot in the journal, as well as some action steps I'll take that day to move towards them and a few other prompts. So those are called the morning ritual journal and the evening ritual journal, and they are on Amazon. But you can also just write it in a blank notebook every day and write it as if it's already happened, right? Thank you for, thank you for this blessing that came into my life. Thank you for this job. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Thank you for this. And feel the feeling as if it's already happened. And that's going to help speed up the process a lot, a lot, a lot. And then step three, part B, let's say, is to own it, put it out there, and then trust that it's done. It's done. It's already on its way to you. Let it go. A good visual that somebody once taught me, I cannot remember, which is too bad because I would like to credit this person, but I think it was in a meditation that I was listening to. A good visual for this is that if you're into meditation and visualizing, you close your eyes and you have a basket in front of you and you put all of your goals or what represents all of your goals and desires, you put it into that basket And then you just imagine an angel coming along. She flies in and she grabs the basket and she flies away with it. And she has your desires and she's taking them and it's being taken care of, okay? You have to make the first steps. And then when you get nudges to do something inspired, to take an action, do it. You have to take action too, of course. You can't just like put it in a magical basket and wait for your angel to come deliver it to you. But that is the first step is just trusting that it's already going to be done. If not that, then something better. That's really important too. That was a recent kind of mind-blowing, excellent reminder for me personally that came from Catherine Zinkina, my friend who I am doing a online manifestation course with. And she was like, just remember, it's this or something better. Think about every single time that you've ever not gotten something that you wanted and you were devastated and you were heartbroken and you thought that's what you were supposed to have and or it could have been a relationship you thought that was your soulmate, that's who you were supposed to marry. Your world comes crashing down and you're emotional, you're upset. And then in the end, it works out, you get someone better. 
and you realize that was all meant to be, or you didn't get into that program you applied for and you really thought that was supposed to be your career, that was supposed to be your destiny, you were sure of it, and then, you know, the funding didn't get approved or you didn't get into that school and you were heartbroken and you thought that was the end of your dreams. But then life showed you something even better, right? How many times has that happened to you? That's happened to me every single time I've been disappointed by something. Because God always has a better plan. The universe always has a better plan. So don't stress on the specificity of getting exactly, exactly, exactly what you want. Just trust that you're either going to get what you want or something even better for you. Okay? All right. So now that we have gotten clear, we have our why, we have put our request in and actually let our desires be known and consistently put the request in. And we're trusting that it's already on its way. It's already done. The next step is to get into vibrational alignment with what you are trying to attract. So what does this mean? I'm actually going to dedicate part two, like the next episode. I'll call it episode four, but it's kind of like a part two to this. I'm going to dedicate a full episode on how to be a vibrational match to what you want and what does it even mean to be a vibrational match and what am I even talking about and I sound crazy and woo-woo, I know, but I'm going to explain it all um, in detail. But basically, whatever thoughts and feelings and beliefs you would have if you already had your goals right now, if you already had all the money you need if you already had your dream career, if you already had the love of your life, what kind of feelings would that create? And start. so another homework piece for you would be to write down what kind of feelings would I have? How would I feel once I have what I want? And so the feelings might be happiness, gratitude, joy, security, peace, freedom, um, all the things that come with whatever you're desiring. And then you need to figure out how to tap into those emotions and those vibrations right now. And you might be saying, but Emily, how can I feel peace and joy when I'm in thousands of dollars of debt and I don't have any job and I'm struggling and I'm stressed minute to minute? There are always things in life that you can choose to tap into to activate those emotions and you actually need to do that. When has complaining or feeling sorry for yourselves or for yourself or stressing actually helped? Like when have you ever put a complaint out into the world or said how stressed you were or how scared you were or how sad you are? And when has that actually helped? It's not like the universe or the world is going to go, oh, you're so stressed and you're so low vibe and you're so sad and scared and so poor. Here you go. Here's some pity. Here's some magical, um, here's a magical genie and we'll make all of your wishes come true because, you know, you're struggling and you're low vibe, so poor you. That's not how it works, unfortunately. Like attracts like. Actually, it is fortunate because it's cool. You get to be positive now and positive in the future. Like attracts like. So if you are constantly in a low vibrational state, you are only going to attract low vibe situations and low vibe, yeah, situations <laughs> into your life. You're going to keep inviting that in. How many times a day are you saying, I am poor? 
I am broke. I am stressed. I am anxious. Be really, really cautious of what you put after those two words, I am, because whatever you say, you're speaking the truth into the world. So be very, very careful with that. So how can you choose to change that? You can say, I am working on becoming financially free, or I am choosing to believe that I am going to quickly manifest my dream life. I am choosing believe, to believe that I can do this. I am choosing to stay positive. I am choosing to save money. That's a good one because a lot of times people say, well, how do you stop saying I'm broke or I'm poor when your friends want to go out and do something and you don't have the money for it? How do you avoid saying I don't have money? You can say, I'm choosing to save my money right now. And that sends a message to your mind and to the world that you're not broke. You're saving money. You're doing good, right? So there's little things where you can reframe. And that's how you, that's how you increase your vibration, even when you're not where you want to be yet. And the funny thing is, the more you tap into these positive emotions and do things that activate the peace or the joy or the gratitude, the more you're actually like, I'm okay if my, my dreams don't actually manifest because I'm having so much fun right now that I am totally detached from the outcome because my life is actually great right now in this very moment. And in the next episode, I'm going to give you some tips and ideas of how exactly activities you can do, things you can do to tap into those right now. But I just went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. I didn't want to get into all of that just yet. It's coming in the next episode. But that would be step four, would be be a vibrational match to what you want, okay? So then step five, the last final step, the most exciting part of this journey is to take inspired action. And inspired action is very different than forced action. And my homegirl, Catherine Zinkina, just recently blew my mind with this. When she asked that question, are you taking inspired action that feels fun and easy and natural and intuitive and meant to be? Or are you forcing yourself to take steps that you think you have to take in order to get what you think you need in order to get what you think you need in order to get what you want? That is totally what I was doing with my doTERRA journey, although I didn't realize it. I thought that I needed the platform of being a doTERRA leader. And I really did love the company. I love the oils. I still do. I love my team, everything about it. So at first, it was my inspired action. And for the first couple of years, I did love it. And when I was taking those inspired actions and teaching oil classes and having parties, I sold quite a bit of oils. I signed up like 70 people with, um, with an essential oil account and a kit. But then as my clarity shifted and I realized, wait, I only want this goal of being doTERRA diamond. That's our top rank. I only want it. So my why was actually uh, so that I can have the time freedom and the financial freedom to leave my full-time job and to work on writing my book so I can become a New York Times bestseller and to do motivational speaking. And since I'm this successful leader, well, then I'll have something to talk about and then I'll be credited and then they'll ask me to speak at convention and then from there, other people will ask me to speak at their events and then I can pursue my dream, my true dream of being a motivational speaker. So I know it sounds kind of obvious now, but it's like, 
why don't you just actually go for what you want? There are people who become speakers. There are people who become authors. And it actually takes a lot of work and a lot of years to do the writing, do this practice speaking. All of these things are paths of their own. So I don't know why I was taking the long way around with doTERRA, but when I first heard that inspired versus forced action, I was like, my mind just blew because I'm like, I've totally been forcing myself for the past while, like maybe the past year or so, forcing myself to go and do a doTERRA class. And guess what? I wasn't getting any signups anymore, probably because I wasn't truly aligned. I wasn't exactly in the right place anymore. So just pay attention again. It all goes back to clarity and honesty about your goals, right? And don't apologize for your goals. You can read my blog post all on that, inspired by Rachel Hollis. It's called Emily Stop Apologizing. It's on essentiallym.com under the blog. And that goes over how your goals and your dreams can change and you don't have to apologize to anybody for that or carry guilt or shame around that, which I did for a little bit and I had that's when I had my mini meltdown. But anyway, that's just an example for you. So make sure you tune in and and ask yourself, are the steps I'm taking forced? Are they, I mean, they should be a little uncomfortable, right? Because anything new is outside of your comfort zone. It's uncomfortable. But are they forced as in like, oh, I really do not want to do this. But I think it's what I have to do in order to get to the next step, to get to the next step, to get to the next step. Or is it like you get this nudge you'll get these little like winks from the universe or from God and you'll get these um, intuitions come, these ideas come into your mind and you'll have fun taking action upon them. A couple of uh, examples of what my inspired actions were just to give you some ideas based on my goals, the type of steps that I'm talking about. So my goals are to be a motivational speaker, to have a podcast and to have a best-selling book. So one of my inspired actions, which came only after I was super clear and did all the other steps, right? But I got these intuitive ideas and then took action upon them. So one of them was to uh, research how to start a podcast and Google how to start a podcast and then how to, um, what the best equipment is to use on a MacBook, and then how to actually record an episode. And I did this all within one day, one night, and I recorded my first episode and I made the intro and outro. And it was crazy how fast that came together. So then suddenly my dream, which was this far off big dream goal, was already happening, already starting the podcast. But that doesn't always happen. It can also be smaller steps. So another one of mine was something told me to Google what is Toastmasters and how do you join it? Because everybody, a lot of speakers that I've seen, motivational, professional speakers, their website or their bio will say that they're an active member of Toastmasters. So I'm like, I wonder what that is and how you join it, how you be like welcomed to be part of it. I thought it was some sort of, I don't know, honorary thing that you got to be in if you were good at speaking. I don't know. So I Googled it. And it turns out it is a club. They have them all over the world. They have several in Toronto, in my city. And they're just clubs where people who need to work on their presentation skills or speaking skills get together and they do that. They take turns doing speeches and then evaluating each other. It's like so nerdy, but so fun. I was so excited when I read that. And so then I searched um, 
locations near me. I found one. It's actually, guys, like one block from my condo. It's a two-minute walk from my condo, my closest club. So I contacted the, um, put an inquiry in to contact the membership person. And then before I knew it, I was attending a meeting just to see how I liked it. And then I could decide if I wanted to join. And it was so much fun. I ended up participating in my first meeting, even though they told me I could just sit in. We did this like mini speech contest and I ended up winning on my first night. I felt so high vibe and so excited. Like that was like a confirmation that yes, you took the right step. Good job, girl. You're on the right path. And so you'll keep getting these nudges and this great fun feeling as you go. So that's what I mean by inspired action. It feels fun. Yes, it felt scary because it was outside of my comfort zone to meet a new group of people and then do a little mini speech for them (laughs) and stand up and introduce myself and do all these things. But that's in direct alignment with my true desires. And so it felt so exciting and so fun. So that is just a, a couple of examples for you. So I hope you will follow all of those steps and then... I can't wait for your inspired actions to come to you and see what they lead to and how much faster you'll be on your way to achieving your goals because I feel like I am so much more like I just hopped on an express train now instead of taking the long way around you know, the, the scenic route, which is fine, but I, I'm so excited to be on the express train. And also, even if Like, I'm having so much fun recording this podcast right now. If you can't tell, I love talking about this stuff and I'm having a blast even if I'm talking to myself, even if my audience doesn't get massive, even if I never get paid for doing this, if I don't get paid sponsors and make a living at this, I'm able to do it in my free time and it's something I really, really enjoy. So the process should actually be fun. So don't buy into this very, very common myth that you have to do forced action. It's not fun. You have to do things you don't want to do. That's not actually true. And it's so exciting and freeing when you realize that. That yes, it can be uncomfortable. It can be scary. It can be new. But that is different than it being completely unfun, right? So you'll know. You know when something's fun and something's not fun. So I hope all of that makes sense. I know it was a lot of info in one episode, especially if you're newer to this whole concept of like manifestation and trusting vibrations and the law of attraction and all of that. But that is the best advice I can give on how to have patience waiting for your goals to happen and how to have fun while you're waiting for them to happen and how to make them happen faster. So make sure you also check out the next episode, which is going to be more expanding on how to get your vibration in match with what you want to um, be, do, and have. And just more on that and how energy is everything and how that all works. So I'm so excited for that one as well. But thank you for listening today and I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved today's episode, please leave me a review on iTunes or screenshot this episode and share it on your social media and tag me at essentially M, essentially E-M-M to let me know your thoughts or send it to a friend who needs to hear this message today and keep the love going. Connect with me on Instagram if we aren't friends on there yet, at Essentially M. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you on the next episode.